What's happening, Big Redneck Chip here? Welcome to another big, fat, heaping spoonful of Big Redneck Chips podcast. I am your host, Big Redneck Chip. Did I already say that? I don't know. I'm fucking out of it. I am extra fucking out of it. I'm a little bit soft today. More so than usual. All right, guys? Fuck. Got so many fucking motorcycle fucking riders everywhere. Um just the fucking outlaw gangs and the weekend warriors and the fucking dickheads and the fucking shit assholes, the dickwads, the, uh, or no, wait, what was it? The jerk, the jerk offs, the jerk wads, between the offs and the wads. I'm trying to quote, uh, Ray Romano from when he was in the office. Um, regardless, what, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Friday the 13th, so everybody rolls into Port Dover, so uh, our town gets overrun by uh, bikers and, and such. Motorcycle enthusiasts. I remember the one guy came up to me and said, like, just, just, like, speaking pure biker, fucking can't even understand this guy. <laughs> He's just so fucked. And I'm like, I'm like, pardon me? He's like, and I'm like, I, it took me so long. I thought he kept saying tacos. He was looking for a Greek restaurant called Pothos. Pothos. Um, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Um, once I finally deciphered it. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like, I guess he's like a southern guy. He's got that grovelly voice. It's part of the uh, the whole thing, you know. That's just how you talk, I guess, after a while too many fucking, um, too many fucking brick fights, um, fuck, you know what, I've been in a couple of those, and I've suffered brain damage, and, um, wouldn't recommend it, was it Red Fox, I remember there was, he's like, he's like, what, they, uh, no, he's like, what are you gonna learn, what are they gonna teach me in school, there ain't nothing in them books about, uh, what to do during a brick fight, <laughs> at the time, I thought that was really funny, I never thought I would get into one of those, but it happens, it happens, um, you know, but I mean, it's really not that hard, you just hit the other guys with more bricks than you get hit with, it's, uh, I don't think you need to put that in a book. I don't think you need to teach a course. And uh, yeah, um, some some things in um, school are completely fucking useless. Okay, uh, a lot of this shit is very fucking useful. I think all learning is fucking useful because it trains your brain to acquire knowledge, which is the most marvelous fucking thing um, possibly on the planet. To experience wonderful things in life, to acquire knowledge, to. Uh, you know, shit like that. But it's like lifting in the gym. Is it fucking useful? Are you actually achieving something? No, it's not like manual labor. You're actually achieving something most of the time, not always. Um, but it, I just think of it like that. It's exercise. I think of it like that now. Learning anything is fucking useful. I never like there'd never be like oh, I'm pissed off that I had to learn that shit. I mean, sometimes I'm bitter the way I was taught that I wasted so much time with specific shit that was fucking useless, like in college and shit where you're supposed to be learning useful stuff, um, specifically to a trade you're trying to go into, and you just get a bunch of filler courses and bullshit. Um, now, that that is different. That is where it becomes a business, and it's not just about learning. Regardless, I'm on both sides of the fences as per usual. There is no such thing as bad learning. It's all good. 
Um, and unless you're learning complete fucking nonsense, but even that, it's uh, that's a good lesson to learn is that you can be taught bullshit, and you have to be able to sift through it. Um, these guys are fucked. They, I don't think they know where they're going or what they're doing. They've lost half of their gang. Uh, they're in the wrong lane of traffic. They just keep putting their arms up. Like, I don't think these guys are on the same page. They're not like an actual biker gang, these guys. They usually ride in unison. I think they they not only have a fucking plan ahead of time, but they just kind of have a leader that fucking leads them, and then they stay in formation. It's a beautiful thing, actually. I, I used to like getting sandwiched. My favorite are usually um, not necessarily co-ops, because co-ops make me nervous. Um, but uh, bikers and fucking truckers and shit, I find I, I like to be in a nice line of those fucking guys, because... They don't usually stop too fucking short, and like uh, like one or two dickheads on motorcycles, but like uh, are, can be absolute cunts. But I find like when they're like the actual gangs in formation are pretty decent in general. I don't know. My run-ins with the law and outlaws um, have both been positive and negative. So I uh, and it's all anecdotal. I mean, who the fuck? I, people judge an entire group of people based on a few fucking things. I don't know. Taste what you taste. It's like, you know, it's just a very oversimplification of how the world works. It's like, um, you know, you meet one person from one country and you're just like, oh, I guess they're all just like this, you know? It's a, it's a very foolish way to actually assume that, but that is how our brains work. I mean, it is better to base your um, assumptions on real life decisions, but it's like, again, you're just looking at one person and you're only looking at what you've seen in like, that one situation, it's absolutely absurd. You couldn't even completely know a fucking person from one interaction. You, you're going to have to fill all that with assumptions. But Or like when people start doing the fucking, uh, well, all women are like this. And it's like, you've probably met like, what, 10, 20, maybe even 100. And that's billions and billions of people are getting lumped in. All men are fucking whatever, because I'm having a problem with one fucking guy. And it's just like, no, 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 no. I'm just going to stop you right there. Let's pump the fucking brakes. Um... You know, which is you're probably doing it anyway. If you're a woman, you're probably a terrible driver. Hey, come on, guys. That's not funny. If you're laughing at that, you're fucking sexist. Um, I have a lot of female listeners. All right. I, I, or whoever's left. God fucking please. Don't go. Don't go. <laughs> oh, fuck. But again, this is weren't saying again and again and again. Profile all you want. That's the way the, the, the fucking... Human brain works. If it's negative, prove people wrong. If it's positive, prove them right. Or don't give a flying fuck about the other option is don't give a flying fuck what anyone thinks about you, okay? That is a very important thing to learn. Most people don't learn that until they're way older. Like, you ever see older folks walk around? They don't give a fuck. They, they don't have enough time left to give a shit. Um, a lot of, a lot of, then now again, I'm generalizing. I'm always on both sides of the fence. Um, I just mean in general, okay? There's more than enough exceptions. There's more than enough old people that spend all of their time and energy getting upset over stupid shit. Don't get me wrong. That is, uh, that is very real. Um, and we can all do that at any age. But it's like, you have no time left. You really want to spend it all getting upset over some dumb fucking shit? Um, but that's, that's the part of, uh, I don't know, I, I'm can't speak intelligently on it. Like, I do share a lot of symptoms with uh, people with Alzheimer's or dementia. You just get fixated on some stupid fucking shit. Um, I don't know why that is. 
don't know. I've been tested for it a lot of times. I'm, apparently, I'm cleared. I'm just fucked in the head. They just gave up. It's like, it sounds like it's this. It's like, is it? It sounds like Alzheimer's dementia. You have those symptoms. Uh, I'm like, okay. And then when it's not that, because I just get tested for that, and they're like, okay. And that's it. And now, but I still have those symptoms. I still have these fucking problems. They just kind of give up. I found an old list of all the shit I started with the, with the doctors, but they just... The thing is, though, it's like a mechanic or like a tradesperson, like any fucking job. Um, it's like the healthcare system's going to shit. Uh, part of that, or whatever, it, there's very, very few doctors. It's almost impossible to get a doctor. I actually had to murder someone with my same name, cut his face off, and fucking adhere it to mine. Um, I do that when I go from town to town. I mean, in fact, you know... It's easy enough to fucking burn off your fingerprints. Nowadays with biometrics, it's, it's far more advanced. You gotta really fucking get the, the skin of the eyeball. Anyway, um, that's how you get a uh, position at a doctor's office. And then, um, if and, and that's just getting a doctor. To get a competent doctor, one that hasn't lost their passion, or I don't want one of my doctors said it's just like, there's a lot of like superficial doctors that just don't give a fuck anymore. And this is, again, every fucking job, every trade. This isn't all doctors. I hate the all or nothing, especially when it's applied to a fucking job. It's like not all cops are fucking assholes. Not all doctors are fucking quacks. Not all all chiropractors are fucked, but um, I don't give a shit. I'm still going. If it's covered, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I don't give a shit. <laughs> if I got the coverage, I'm taking it. I love uh, the first episode, uh, the pilot episode of... Um, another way of saying that. For some reason, I had to specify... Um, the Sopranos when fucking uh, Tony's just beating the living shit out of this fucking guy right in front of his office and um, I love it because he fucking sees some sign that says HMO and he's like what are you crying for you're covered I, fuck, I can't get his voice what are you crying for you got you're covered like he has medical coverage so he shouldn't be upset that someone just beat the living shit out of him um because he has medical coverage. <laughs> I love that. I love that fucking, uh, or anytime anyone's like in a serious situation, he like offers to pay for the medical expenses. And it's like, he thinks he's like, it's an ongoing fucking thing. Um, I'm revisiting a lot of this and, um, with, with this podcast, and these guys are pointing out a lot of stuff that I didn't notice, but it's an ongoing thing that, that he thinks he can just fix everything with money. He thinks, like, everything uh, revolves around him having a lot of money. He can just be a total piece of shit. And you meet people like this. Not necessarily criminals or uh, organized crime guys, but um, I'd say most people that are richer got there by doing shady fucking things in general. Um, now there's a fucking assumption that you can take to the bank. What are you going to find at the bank? That you're treated very poorly because you're poor and that they take all your fucking money because they're pieces of shit. So that would prove my point. And again, they're going to ask you to stop taking these stupid expressions to the bank. Um, regardless, I realize that I need the class system. I need it because I identify myself as lower class and I thrive on it. And if there were no class system, if there were no fucking hoity-toity people, um, I those are like so many of my fucking customers and I, I do so well. I, well, the, the monetary society is corrupt as shit, so it doesn't always... There's way too many um, absolute pieces of shit idiots that get rewarded for being absolute pieces of shit idiots. And then... Um, very decent fucking hardworking people that dominate their, or occupy 99.999% of the bottom rung of society. It's completely fucked. 
So, yeah, but in that, so in that realm that we're stuck in with the monetary society and it's all its corruption, then I do need the fucking class system because I thrive on being lower class. I thrive on the, the, um, what do you call that? The, the delay of gratification, like I say, um, I don't know, I kind of stuttered there. The delay of gratification, I love that. I love every time I want something, I look at it and I'll wait and wait for it to go on sale. Now this applies mostly to anything technological, like any sort of video game or fucking shit or whatever. Anytime I want something like that, I will fucking wait and wait and wait and then it gets so fucking much cheaper. And I just feel good about myself to just deny any any time I can deny myself, like you know, like when I smoke cigarettes, not doing that. When I when I was drinking, not doing that. Um, eating shit, fucking food. Um, anytime I can fucking deny those urges, I, I, it just feels like I'm becoming in control of some horrible fucking thing that I've let control me. You know, um, that's one good thing. Uh, one of Elliot Hall's video he was talking about. They're talking about if uh, smoking fucks up making uh, muscle gains. Of course it does. It's fucking absurd to think it doesn't. It also really severely fucks up your lungs and your cardio and your heart and your blood flow. It fucks up everything. also fucks up your budget. Oh, it can help you fucking lose weight by curbing your fucking appetite. That, that's real, but uh, it's definitely not a good trade-off. It sucks fucking balls. Regardless, um... I don't, I don't believe in shaming people for their fucking vices. I can't fucking stand that. Because um, it's like, fuck you. And if you don't have the same fucking vices, you probably have some. And if you don't have any, you're some sort of fucking Ned Flanders type. Go fuck yourself. You're a waste of... What the fuck is the point of living? Um, I can't stand trying to make other people feel bad about themselves for some sort of fucking uh, addiction or affliction or fucking whatever. It's one thing wanting people to do better and wanting the best for them, but it's another just trying to shit all over someone to make them feel bad, to make yourself feel better. That is a shit way of going about it. That's a shit way of, um, you know, regardless. I could go on and on about this stuff, um, but there was, what did I want to talk about? My, one of my addictions is rambling on like this, and uh, I don't think I'm ever going to fucking stop. So you guys are just going to have to fucking bear with me. Or, uh, fuck off. I don't think, I honestly, even if I lost all my listeners, I'd keep going. I'd be heartbroken, because I love you guys, and I appreciate all the positive feedback. Except for that fucking Chris guy and his fucking bullshit. Fuck him. It's so funny, because so many people thought I was talking about a different guy. There's so many goddamn guys named Chris. Uh, nobody knew who the fuck, well, I know some people knew who I was talking about. <laughs> he was giving me some actually really good, uh, cunt constructive criticism um, about how I should focus and stop rambling so much. Uh, one guy told me to get rid, rid of the annoying music, and I did, because uh, that music got so fucking annoying. I thought it added a lot of... Um, I listened to a lot of shit with background music, and I really thought it was adding some quality. Whatever. It's gone, okay, guys? Fuck off. Um, anyway, I talked to a guy from the city from the city I live in, I was working in today, I don't work in there very often, but uh, he wanted to question me about my truck, and normally I hate when people just come up to me and ask me stupid questions, but this guy is a working guy, so again, I profile him as a working guy, he's a city worker, so he's not working hard, again, a profile, he even said, because I'm like, hey, how do you get in with the city, um, 
and then he told me to, what courses to take and who to talk to, what to do, blah, blah, blah. He wanted to question me about my truck, and I'm like, well, this is the best work truck I've ever fucking driven. I absolutely love this fucking thing. Um, let's go over some fucking shit. I'm like, you want the fucking cab over. I'm like, the turning radius? I'm like, I've driven so many work trucks that were like fucking these shitty tanks with no fucking, uh, with no turning radius. You gotta, you gotta do a fucking Austin Powers everywhere you go. Just um, back and forth, back and forth. Um, so anyway, I'm like, go with the cab over. I'm like, we need the extra height. The extra height is a fucking nuisance because our truck is massive. Um, we need it for the furniture and all that. Um, and it's fucking amazing. I love it. Uh, we use the shit out of every inch of our fucking truck. Uh, if for no other reason, just so I can fucking judge the shit out of anyone who's driving around a, a giant vehicle just to compensate. That was like that little shit heel fucking tow truck driver. Don't get me started on fucking tow truck drivers. I remember after I found out that me and my wife were not horribly injured from that, that, that terrible car accident, um, I knew the car was destroyed and we needed fucking tow trucks and I, that was my next concern. Well, no, that crazy bitch screaming at me, that was, that was a concern. But once I knew that we were all okay, that lady's never going to be okay, but I mean, the people actually in the accident, not just desperately trying to be a part of it um, for dramatic effect. Um, the... Oh my God, and somebody came up to me saying that they wanted to rat on that one guy that, that hit me with his truck. And I was like, I know you're on my side and you wanna help, but like, I will cut your fucking throat, you fucking rat. Get the fuck away, because that's what happened to me. And then I ended up getting charged up the ass for no reason. No fucking reason at all. I had to go to court and defend myself for some fucking bullshit, because this cunt fucking lied made up some bullshit because I fucking didn't pay enough attention to her because I disregarded her when she was desperately trying to be a part of our car accident. I don't need to relive this shit. I fucking, uh, this is all settled as far as I know. Well, I don't know. I'm about to get raped up the ass. I got to get fucking auto insurance. So I'm going to see what happens here. I got I to gotta trade in this beautiful fucking um, company vehicle I've been driving. It's been so fucking wonderful. Uh, no payments, no fucking nothing. So I've been actually, well, I've been using all the payments that I would be making on a vehicle and putting them towards my bankruptcy shit. And then once that settled, I was trying, I was just pouring into savings in the stock market. And I don't think it's doing very well. <laughs> I don't want to check. I'm not much of a gambler in the stock market as much gambling. You can get insider information, but nobody knows 100% what's going on. And again, it's a, I feel like it's a shit way to make money. But I'm up against it now. I gotta, you gotta start doing things that are really fucking shady. And it's like, you gotta start getting comfortable outside of uh, what might be morally sound. Every once in a while, you know, you've got to, uh, what did, what did, what did uh, Turkish say? He's like, sometimes you go and do things that don't agree with your principles. Basically, you don't forget you've got any at all. Well, that's not it. And that was the worst fucking impression of that guy I've ever done. I used to just always sound like that guy because I watched that movie so many times it was like I just I had that voice but now I'm completely lost it. <sighs> Fuck. You know, the, yeah, and I figured it out I don't know, 100%. I'm like how would I just lose my ability to do uh, voices, accents, and impersonations? But all it is, it's the memory loss. Because I can't remember any of these voices, I can't hear them anymore. 
I still got plenty of voices in my head, but I don't, I can't hear the accents and I can't hear the, uh, like I can't hear Jason Statham's voice anymore. Um, so I can't do, that's what it is. The memory loss causes me to not be able to do um, the impersonations. I do keep talking in terrible accents around my baby. I'm also trying to teach her different languages, but I would love if she just had a really stupid fucking accent. Um, I don't know, but I mean, this is what you hope for your children. You want a better life, better accent. You know, like an, a nice company accent. Oi, daddy, what are we doing today? Fuck off. Uh, that, nothing would make me happier. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. She can't talk yet. She's uh, just just makes a lot of noise. I, I could talk endlessly about my baby. I fucking love that little little thing so much. She's my little angel. I got to see her midday yesterday and today. I popped in. She was at her, her, her nana's, and I got to pop in there and see her. I was just saying, it's just like I, I, I it just makes me so happy to smooch her pudgy cheeks. It just, uh, it brightens up a real shitty. I the last couple of days have been pretty fucking rough for a lot of reasons, and um, I was gonna go on and on about it, but uh, yeah. Fucking, the miss is getting it the worst, though. The baby's not letting her sleep at all. Just screaming all through the fucking night. Um, and, uh, well, I mean, I don't have, I don't use an alarm clock, so it's like, it's nice to wake up constantly to the screaming. It used to be the voices in my head, but now I'm on this medication that's just quieted this shit down at night. Um, so, it's nice to have a baby to wake me the fuck up. Hey, so the shit will, uh... I, I'm, I'm guessing that I'm sleeping at night. I'm still tired as fuck, so I think I'm just in a like a semi-conscious state. I don't think I'm in a fully uh, ever in a fully uh, unconscious state until I get the stupid CPAP machine fucking working properly. Because what happens is, and uh, this is what snoring is, is someone trying to fucking breathe because your your airway is closing up. So the CPAP machine, among many other fucking things, but the CPAP, uh, what it does is it opens your airway. It's just blasting air down into your fucking, uh, down your throat. That's Newfie for throat. Um, I, I use the N-word because my ma's from Newfoundland. Um, what's it called? Fuck, my brain just crashed completely. I don't fucking know. More thunder and Jesus, boy. Um... What the hell is I going to say? Anyway, I'm a huge fan of the East Coast, the entire East Coast. We didn't even get to Newfoundland. That's going to be its own separate trip. But for fuck's sakes, um, Cape Breton was absolutely phenomenal. I'm glad we ended there because that was just like the most amazing shit ever. Uh, PEI absolutely fucking loved it. Just fucking gorgeous. I um, And then Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. A lot of people were saying that uh, people didn't weren't very impressed with New Brunswick. I was like, are you kidding me? It's fucking gorgeous. It's amazing. I love it. Um, Nova Scotia, we only did the top. We only did the like the north and part of the fucking middle. Um, so there's still a lot there to do. But I mean, there's so much left of those provinces to hit. We just tried to hit as much as we could in like six days, and um, just fucking powered through. I mean, I would have loved to do the drive through Quebec or um, motherfucker. Somebody took my fucking parking space. I swear to God, I'm going to slash the fuck. Oh, also, if you are going to slash tires, it's not as easy as you might think. It's a bit of a to-do. So, what you want to do is you want to heat your fucking blade up. 
Um, I don't know if you guys keep a blowtorch in your car, but heat the fucking blade up, trust me. And slash the fucking inside. You don't want to do the outside. Slash the fucking inside really fucking hard. Um, but it's not as easy as uh, I, I thought it would be. Um, anyway, I'm just going to block this fucker in and I might just break his fucking head with my, my pipe or something. Oh yeah, I got a backup cam, so you guys are going to have to listen to some beeps. I'm really sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Um, anyway, I love you all. Uh, thank you for listening. I don't think I completed any of those thoughts I wanted to fucking complete. Or I have this compulsive need to do so, but uh, anyway, I really appreciate you guys listening. I have a lot more to say to you guys uh, tomorrow morning. Does it matter when the fuck I say this shit? It's when you listen to it. And it's timeless. Everything I'm saying is completely timeless. You listen to this 10 years ago, 20... Oh, <laughs> you listen to this 100 years ago, 100 years in the future. Uh, anytime, place. It's always going to work. It's so universal. I love you all. Be well. Love is universal. Love is the universal language. Okay, guys? What's happening, everybody? Big Run the Chip here, uh, coming to you live from the sunny Southlands. Now, that's just an expression, because this morning it's raining like a motherfucker, of course, because I got so many fucking deliveries backed up in my warehouse, and a lot of them get fucking stopped due to rain. That pisses me off, because I don't stop. I've never stopped working because of rain, personally. Um, I don't know, but that, the other thing is, working as a sub-sub-sub-subcontractor... You become sub sub subhuman, and no one gives a fuck about your safety. Um, I thought that safety laws were universal; they're not. And um, it's—I don't know. There, there, there's like I always say: there's way more rules, regulation, codes, laws, and bullshit here in this country. It don't add inches to your dick. Um, but yeah, in this in this uh, province specifically, is the fucking worst for codes and laws. But, because of that, every time there's a fucking law and a rule, someone will come up with a way to uh, get around it. And, um, I don't know, when you're desperate enough, this is the thing, in the capitalist society, is um, you want to pay people nothing, you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, ideally you have slaves. Um, and then once people get, uh, you know, that doesn't really sit well with people anymore, the whole slavery thing then um, you have to find other ways of fucking remarketing that. Um, a prison system where you can just fucking uh, lock people up for whatever fucking reason. And uh, again, there's more laws than anywhere. Um, well, the whole, this, the, the fucking prison system fucking slavery thing is, a, is an American thing. It's just remarketing fucking slavery. Um, and also, uh, in, a, in a new world, it's not just black people down there. It's, it's also other, uh, you know, white people and other races. So, uh, you know, that, that way you get more and more fucking slaves. It wasn't just uh, a racism thing. It's so fucked up, though. Absolutely fucked. Like, the human zoos. What the fuck is that? I, I just I just listened to a podcast a while back about that, and I was like, but like that wasn't in the 1700s, 1800s. Sorry, it was. It didn't go away in the 1800s, like like you know when slavery was supposed to be abolished and all that. Uh, it well that also took a very fucking long time. But human zoos existed 
fuck, I, I, I hate fucking citing specific references and I don't even have them. But it was like recent. It was like up until like somewhere in the 1900s, like the 20th century, this shit was still going on. They just go capture some fucking like tribesmen from like the Congo and fucking put them in a goddamn zoo. Like a fucking monkey or whatever. It's bad enough doing it to fucking animals, but these are human fucking beings. Now, that being said, that seems fucked up. Um, holy shit, there's some sketchy fucking guy just standing there smoking in, in full camouflage out here. But he's like standing like in the rain in the woods. I couldn't even see him. All I see is a floating cigarette. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Oh my god. Anyway, um... Oh, I love the fucking camouflage dudes. This guy might as well have a ghillie suit. Fucking war paint. <laughs> this is fucking apocalypse now here. Just comes out of the fucking woods. What are you doing, buddy? Fuck. I had a, a good friend of mine that I used to work with. Awesome guy. I got lots of great stories about that guy. Um, but he, he was an... Um, very, sorry, still is. Not, not, I, I, I sometimes use past tense to describe someone I used to know. Like that sign. Somebody I used to know. Um, because I kill everybody off in my mind. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a protective measure. It's a defense mechanism. Um, when I keep moving towns or moving around and I... I um, I still love everybody. It's not that I don't, I don't love them. It's because I love people that I kill them off in my brain and just accept. I just just kind of get in a mindset where I never I'm never going to see them again. A lot of times I speak about people in past tense that are very much still alive and thriving and having great fucking lives. I just uh, I cope better sometimes just imagining that or, or just just getting over getting it over with. Um, I find it a lot easier. When somebody is dead, then um, then knowing they're alive and I don't get to be with them because that's 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 killer too. Um, or or pretending people, I do the opposite too, where I, I, I someone might be dead and I just pretend they're alive because uh, I can't cope with the fact that I'll never see them again. So these are two opposite things to kind of deal with the same shit. It's weird. Um, I'm not explaining it very well. Actually, partly why I'm not doing very well at chess is I don't have a fucking plan. I'm always playing defensively, and I'm always opportunistic, where I just want to kill every single piece I can. Um, that's the way. That's the way I play the game Hitman too. Same way I play chess. Just try to kill every single. Every time there's an opportunity to make something die and disappear, I would do that. Although that's not the best way to play. That's the way I enjoy it, because dead people tell no tales. The thing is, is dead bodies cause a lot more trouble. Um, it's better just to not be seen and then make the uh, thing look like an accident. But I am not a professional. I am fucking sloppy in a way and um, also way over aggressive. Um, so I just like, like the other thing is I don't, I'm not going for a fucking checkmate. I want to clear the fucking board. I want every single piece to be fucking dead before I even think about going after the king. I, I want that king to watch every single one of his fucking men die, including his own fucking queen. I want him to watch them die. I want his entire kingdom to be gone before I take him out. Um, but anyway, it's not, I'm not, I'm, I'm getting a lot worse at chess. Um, 
You know what? That I'm playing better opponents, which is the only way to get better. Uh, what movie was that? Uh, I have to cite movies a lot um, for some reason as his references. It was, it was a Guy Ritchie movie that I never saw, which I thought was fuck, because I'm like, what the hell? It was that one with um, Jason Statham, obviously. Yep. Um, but, uh, fuck, who the hell was it? I think it was Andre 3000 from Outcast and uh, Vincent, Vincent Pastore were um, dynamic duo, which I thought was fucking great. Um, now I can't remember the fucking movie. I think Ray Liotta was in it. Anyway, if you guys like to tune in next time to listen to me try to fucking remember a goddamn movie, I um, I will happily sit here and fucking try to think about this all fucking day. This is what most of my day is, trying to remember shit. Uh, but anyway, the the one of the main lines of the movie, because they're playing chess throughout the movie, and it's, go, it, it's ongoing, is the only way to get better is to play... Uh, play a better opponent. I don't think that's the exact quote, but again, I, I don't give exact quotes anymore. I can't fucking remember anything. I uh, just give the general sentiment. So, um, the one guy I play against most, I think I might have been better when we started, but now he's been playing a lot, and he's better than me, I think, and he's starting to win more than I am. And uh, So, by that, I think I'm, I'm fucking getting worse. Um, it it's not true, it's just that's how it feels. And then I started playing guys way better than me, and I'm losing almost every every single fucking game, unless I win by, like, some fuck-up. Um, then, def or by default, the two greatest words in the English language. Um, that's obviously a Simpsons reference. Fuck, I'm really stressed out right now, because I got so much fucking shit to do. Uh... I'm so fucking mixed up, I forgot to take a shit before I left the fucking house. Ah, oh, for fuck's sakes. That's gonna fuck up my whole day. Tune in next time while Ron talks about taking shits, or worse, not taking shits. Um, anyway, that's, uh, neither here nor there. I love talking about, uh, having a lot of stuff to do because it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I honestly, I try not to, I, I judge people that do it, and I think they're fucked, but I, this is projection right here. I do it myself. I know I do. I just, so many times you hear it from people that are just not that fucking busy, that I have so little to fucking do. And maybe I am one of these people. I feel like, uh, regardless, I have a very, I accept that I have a very limited, um, limited time throughout the day where I am productive. So I get super fucking stressed out if I'm not getting enough done in those times before my brain goes to mush and I just go into fucking, like, zombie mode. Um, and I can get a lot of done in autopilot, but nothing that I need... Like, anything I need... I, like, I'm fresh in the morning. Like, this, as fucked up as I might sound, this is, like, the fucking best part of my day. First thing in the morning. Uh, well, it's not the first thing. It's, like, around 8 or something, but... Um, so anything I have to think that's technically, like, I sucked at night school. I actually ended up uh, rearranging my schedule as much as I could so that I was sleeping before I went in, even if the class started at, like, 5 or 6 or 7. And because I just don't fucking think straight at the end of the day. I don't uh, attain knowledge the same way. I don't comprehend shit. 
Actually, I was just fucking, I didn't have any time and I just spent so much time playing chess because I'm like, I gotta fucking make a move in the morning when my brain is working. Or sometimes I'll think about making a move the night before I wake up in the morning and be like, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> um, that's just chess as an example, but my brain is just not fucking functioning um, properly later on in the fucking day. I can do autopilot. I mean, I can work fucking all day and all night. I know I can. I don't fucking exactly want to, but um, there's a big difference between autopilot and being fully fucking functioning. And um, you guys all understand this. I know it was just a cheesy fucking Adam Sandler comedy, but that movie clicked, really clicked, if you will. It really hit home um, in so many ways, like with uh, just like the commentary on, on how we live our lives and um, just working yourself to death and, you know, all that shit. But, like, just being an autopilot and all this stuff, it's, um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a cheesy fucking comedy, but, the, yeah, that, that, it really made me think. It really hit home with me. Um, anyway, I'm going to sign off for now because i got to go do this shit. I'll be back and, well, I mean, fuck, it won't take any time at all. The magic of fucking radio or podcasting, uh, whatever. I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? It's Big Run and Chip here. Coming to you live from the sunny Southlands, even though it's pouring rain. Um, I still call it the sunny Southlands because it's sunny in my heart. Okay? I think that was a, uh, one of the names I was going to name my son. A little on the nose there. Sunny. Hey there, Sunny. I would have called him that anyway. But now I got a daughter. Um, I couldn't be happier. But uh, it's hard to pick a fucking name, I'll tell you. I, uh, I got to the point where I was just like, we just, you just look at thousands because it's like it's a big decision and you're going to be calling this, this person's going to be called this for their entire fucking life and beyond, you know? And so you want, you want, the, you want a good fucking strong, strong fucking name. You feel fucking strong. Um, you know, like Philly Leotardo. His fucking name was uh, Leonardo. He ate shit from the Metagon as soon as he got off the fucking boat. Um, and that's that's fucked up, actually. That happens a lot. A lot of people had their names fucked up as soon as they got here uh, from wherever. They'll just, like, Anglicanize their fucking name to, like, assimilate them. And it's like, fuck off. It's one thing adapting to culture. But this is where I agree with that psycho fucking French teacher. Your name is your fucking name. Be proud of your fucking name, you know? Fuck. I, my name's right. I love that name. It's a fucking fantastic name. It's, uh, you know, it's great for puns. I'm Mr. Right. People say, hey, your name's Ron, right? Uh, as in, like, your name is Ron, correct? And I'm always like, yep, that's it, Ron Wright. Um, or some people will be like, right, Ron? Like, as again, asking the same question, like, is that correct? Ron, and I'll be like, no, it's actually Ron Wright. Close. Nice try. I actually made that joke so many times I got mugged with that joke on for, uh, for Christmas. I got that for on a joke for, uh, for fuck's sake. The, the mug was not transcribed by me. You can't fucking make a sentence currently. So it's it works. It's funny. It's great. It's, it's uh... Anyway. If you'd like me, if you'd like to tune in next time to listen to me explain a fucking mug that I have, um, I would love that. 
Actually, I, I did go through this recently because a guy had, because um, when I went to pick up a package, he's like, oh, Mr. Wright, hey, hey, you must be Mr. Wright. <laughs> and then he was trying to explain to me this mug set that he had that said, uh, Mr. Wright is a his and hers mug set. And then there's the, the mug says, Mrs. Always Wright. And um, I'm like, yeah, we have the same mug set. Only mine is a double entendre because it's Mr. Wright. And I'm also Mr. Wright. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, there's there's tons more puns where that came from. Or like you could have a kid, a name, middle name, uh, seldom. Like seldom, this guy seldom right. Uh, you know, not always. Or um, what's it called? My original plan was to have a son named God. Now that might seem a little sacrilegious, maybe a little upsetting, because you know, I'm God. Uh, then middle name Damn. Damn's a perfect middle name. Damn is my middle name. But anyway, all, all together, goddamn right. You're goddamn right! Um, that's, that's perfect. I mean, that's a pretty good fucking name, I would say. It's like I wanted to go into business with my brothers, but my brothers are assholes. But then we could have been the right brothers. Some guy said that to me today on the phone. Um, but, uh, well, he didn't say exactly that. He didn't say your brothers are assholes. <laughs> your brothers are assholes. No, I'm just joking. I love my, I love my asshole brothers. Um, <laughs> I'm also an asshole. I didn't say I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm also an asshole, sir. I was just uh, referencing uh, Spaceballs. I don't, I don't talk shit endlessly about my brothers because I don't think they listen to this shit. I would talk a lot more shit if they did listen, though. Um, I try to talk shit about anyone who does listen. And, um, if I'm not talking shit about you, I'm sorry, I'll get to you eventually. Alright? I got, I can only, I only got so much shit talk. Oh god, I wanted to shit talk some people that were annoying the fuck out of me the other day, but, um, it's just like people that come at you with all this information that you don't need or want or care the, uh, at all about. And it's just like, this one guy came up and, um, or whatever, and, the lady starts going on about how this guy had a stroke and all his medical fucking history. Just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, I mean, I, I do like you guys, but right now I'm, I'm focused on, or trying to focus on doing a job. And um, these people are just like, just pelting me with all this like traumatic fucking shit that's happened to them in their life. And it's like, yeah, I mean... I have such a limited shred of empathy for even people in my own fucking life that I love. Um, but, like, just for strangers to come up and dump all this shit on you. Don't get me wrong. If you need someone to talk to, absolutely, there's uh, there's always that. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to talk to anyone. But it's just like, when I'm being distracted from my work, I am a completely different person. I am not a nice person. I'm not, like, I'm not the same guy at all. You know, it's like, uh, what's his name? Uh... Joey says in um, Reservoir Dogs, he's like, you want to fucking giggle like a bunch of fucking schoolgirls um, and, and laugh and joke and fuck around and, and whatever, you're going to end up in jail. Now, obviously, I'm not planning fucking things like that, um, nor would I be able to discuss such things had I been, plan had I been planning them, but uh, I don't think anything went well for anyone in that fucking... <laughs> I mean, Steve Buscemi might have got away. Um, I don't know about the, like, Mr. White or whatever, um, the actor, he got away, <laughs> no, no, the fucking, um, he might have got away, if I recall, I've watched that movie so many fucking times, 
but it's like, wait, what the fuck happened in the end? Who shot who first and when and what? And, uh, anyway. But things went pretty fucking awful for every, most people involved. Regardless, we're... It was just a metaphor. It applies to so many things, you know. If you just want to laugh and fuck around and, and be distracted and be a fucking jerk-off, um, yeah, things aren't going to go well. And then you're going to be sitting around being like, oh, I wonder what happened. And it's like, well, fuck. But anyway, there, there's the two extremes, and I like to stand both sides of the fence. There's people that fucking fuck around too much and then you can't get anything done. And then there's people that take life just way too seriously and forget to enjoy any of it ever. There's both of those extremes, and both of them can fuck you up. So uh, you got to find some middle ground there, okay? And these guys, oh my God, just fuck it. Or like some people, like you're there doing a job anyway, regardless. And it would be, it's so fucking easy to do it, but these people make it so fucking difficult, especially when they try to fucking help you, ironically enough. And, um, or they need to explain and justify all this shit. And the one guy said, I do it myself, but I just had a stroke, so I can't do it. And it's like, you're explaining yourself to nobody. Nobody asked if you could or could not do things. However, I, I genuinely do have empathy for anyone, because um, this happens to everyone eventually. If you are lucky enough to live long enough to get old, eventually you uh, start losing abilities. And it, it sucks, you know, you, can't, you just can't do the same shit that you used to be able to do. And it is fucking brutal. Um, I don't know if explaining that to every single young guy that ever fucking comes your way uh, is the answer or helpful. Um, I don't really give a shit what anyone can do. And I find most people that constantly have to tell others what they can do are fucking idiots that just didn't do something. And it's like, I don't give a fuck. I think I already went over this fucking thing because I just get so riled up about this shit because non-stop all day long. People are like, I can do this for you. I can move that out of the way if you want. It's like, you can, you should have, you didn't, and I wish you would have. But you only want to do it while I'm watching for some reason for my approval. I'm fucking absolutely nobody. You don't need my approval. You don't need my fucking gratitude in any way, shape, or form. I'm grateful for anyone that just lets me fucking work. Uh, sometimes it sucks when people leave a bunch of shit in your way or they park their vehicles in your way even though they know you're coming. Because they either leave your, their shit in a way intentionally so that you do have to ask them. They want you to ask them. They want to be asked. They want to do the shit, but they don't want to do it without some sort of fucking pat on the head or reward of some kind or some sort of like, I don't know. It's a whole game that people play. And it's like, mo it's not everybody. It's not everybody. It's most of the people I deal with on the regular. And it's like, I should be getting used to it. I mean, any other fucking thing, pretty much any other thing, is um, the more you do it, the better you get it, the easier it gets because you're getting good at it. There's certain things that just fucking weigh on you. One of them's dealing with people. And the bitterness can just fucking go and go and go. And it just, you get to the point where it's like, no, I don't have any empathy left. No, I don't have any patience left. I don't give a fuck. Like the one, one ladies we were dealing with were such fucking cunts, uh, especially this one. And she was like being really like aggressive and like, like kind of bullying her mother and shit. Like, and I, it, there's very little more fucking pathetic than that. Um, 
I mean, maybe her mother bullied her in her life or whatever. I, I, I couldn't give two shits less again. But then they start going on about how they have cancer and they're dying and shit. And it's just like, but they were such horrible nightmare people to deal with. It's like, I, I said, oh, I'm sorry to hear. Um, now that is a shortened version of I'm sorry to hear that you're still alive and not fucking, or at least not suffering horribly. I'm sorry you're on your feet. I'm sorry you're able to even fucking talk to me right now. I wish you were just lying on the ground in horrible fucking agony because as far as this interaction goes, that's what I feel like should be happening to you if I gave even the slightest fuck about you. Um, but the fact that you're trying to like, I don't know what you want from me. Like, you want me to feel bad for you? I don't. Uh, I feel bad for anyone who's around you. But uh, I feel like at this point, if they don't realize what kind of person you are, and like to imagine that someone just turned into that magically because of some fucking disease or whatever, is fucking absurd. Like there are a lot of things that could cause chemical imbalances in your head and, and, and turn you much like turn your personality a lot. But most of the time, it's like someone's a cunt. They've been a cunt their whole fucking life, and now it's like, oh, well, this person has this fucking disease, and then now that's their excuse. What was their excuse for the first fucking 80 years? Like, I don't give a fuck. Um, like, sometimes I'm addicted to people. I feel absolutely atrocious. I think that's one of the shittiest things to do. Because either A, they didn't deserve it, or B, they did, but now you've lessened yourself because you fucking lowered yourself to the point where you're an asshole and you let someone get the better of you. Either way, it's a lose-lose situation. So the best bet is to fucking uh, keep your cool, when you, you know, you're getting upset. I mean, fuck, I don't need to tell you guys this shit. You guys understand this already. I need to tell myself this. This is just like a fucking form of therapy for me, so uh, I gotta work through this. But anyway, so much of my interaction throughout the day is so fucking unnecessary. 90% of my problems are so easily prevented, but I just gotta go through the motions because I have to deal with so many fucking idiots. And, um... It is what it is, you know. This is what life is, you know. And what I find is I lose mental, um, or, or I go in and out of like where, when and when my fucking brain is working, when it isn't. So I spend a lot of my time as a fucking moron and a simpleton. What I don't understand is the aggression. Like when your brain is hardly working at all and you're a fucking in moron mode, why are you so aggressive? Why are you so sure of yourself? Why are you imposing your stupidity on others? That's what gets me. Where it's like, okay, like just dial it back a little bit. Like just accept yourself as for who you are. We should all just kind of accept that. I accept my fucking limitations. And it's like you have one of two choices. Either get better or accept that you're shit. That's it. That's that's where I draw the fucking line. That's a very universal principle across the, across the board. It's like if you're shit at your job, even if your job, your company sucks, your fucking job sucks, you hate it and blah, blah, blah. Like... Uh, Louie had a great bit about this. Like, how is being the shittiest version of that, like, some kind of revenge? Like, oh, I hate my company, so I'm going to be shit at my job. And it's like, okay, but, like, move on to something better. If you're too good for a job, do something better. I hate shit advice that, like, um, kind of like what I'm doing right now. Um, that being said, I hate when, like, people just look at your life like you're presented with all these choices of, like, high-paying jobs and... Uh, you know, all this fucking shit, like you have all these fucking options in front of you and you definitely don't, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm a complete hypocrite because also uh, I feel like if you are stuck in a job, at least be good at the fucking thing, whatever it's like, uh, uh, you know, 
I just can't imagine every day just being fucking terrible at something and just keep doing it. Especially when it's like not the greatest pay or not the whatever. Like if you're just doing it for the money, then that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It is what it is. You know, we live in a capitalist fucking monetary based society. You know, if, if you're getting money, then yeah, okay. It's, it's, uh, it sucks that that's the way it is. It's like some of the most talented, hardworking, intelligent people make nothing for what they're doing. And uh, some fucking absolute pieces of shit will be the most successful, make the most money. Now, successful is, is different than making the most money because unless that is how you define success, I, I don't. Um, I think it can be one form of success, but that's what you set out to do is just make it big, uh, as much money as possible. Uh, you can be successful at that, but I think the true uh, meaning of success, I don't know if this is my truth or if this is an objective truth, that, uh, I, because I think it is uh, subjective. Um, on, like when you're using it in an overall sense, to be successful at a certain task is, is quite fucking uh, tangible or, or understandable, it's, it's objective. But um, this is subjective, which is, what does it mean for someone to be successful? For a person to be successful, if you put it that way, uh, all you have to do is exist. Because you're successful at being a person. Alright, let's move beyond that. <laughs> um, or unless, what do you define being a person? You know, what makes you a person? Um, regardless, that could mean something to everyone else. I'm getting way off base here. I think a success is living on your own fucking terms. Now that could mean so many things to so many different fucking people, but I, I, the people I admire the most or want to, if I want to emulate somebody, is people living on their own fucking terms. And I try to live on my own fucking terms. And, and honestly, for some reason, my terms are feeling incredibly fucking stressed out and um, worried all the time. That's just, for some reason, that's my comfort zone. And I'm never gonna fucking. I don't know if I'll ever fucking lose that. I, uh, I, I think it's just kind of the way I am. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Also, to, uh, to live in a way... I, I, I want to live in a way that if everyone lived in the same way I did, we'd have a great fucking world. I don't want to imagine that I'm, like, fucking so much better than everyone else. Like, do I believe that every person is equal and everyone's given equal opportunities and equal everything? No. Absolutely fucking not. I don't think so at all. Um, it's horseshit. That's magic land. Um, I, do I think we should stop striving to create that? Absolutely not. I think that's a great fucking noble pursuit. I think that we should try to even things out for people. But um, that being said, I think that we should live in a world that's based on fucking effort um, where you get back what you put in. Again, that's a magic land that we don't actually live in. And uh, a lot of people think that's what a capitalist society is. And in, in a way, it kind of could be, but it's not. It's so fucking corrupt as shit. There's so much fucking uh, rewarding of just being like a scummy piece of fucking shit. And, um, and then the opposite is also true. But sometimes it does balance out where uh, you can be successful and be a good person. It's very rare. It's the exception that proves the rule. It's not the fucking norm. Uh, that's not the world we live in. But anyway, um, regardless, I just wanted to complain about some people that are really fucking annoying, and I'm not doing so. In, a, in a, it was just, it was, it was, it's comical in a way. If I could just fucking explain it to you guys, it's very challenging to me. 
and I get off on all this shit about capitalism and morality and all this shit. It's like I'm just spinning my wheels about this stuff every fucking day uh, because I'm trying to get into a, a, a mindset where I'm comfortable. Um, but as I said, discomfort is my comfort zone. That's kind of a catch-22. I'm never going to be fully content or happy. I don't know if anyone could be. It's not a long-term fucking status or... or it's not a long-term, like, way to be. It's like, happiness is temporary. It comes in small doses and just appreciate while it's there. Like, if no one guarantees it to you forever, you're not just going to feel good all the time. That doesn't fucking work. Even if it were possible, you have to feel like shit to appreciate the good time. Um, and again, this is just universal fucking shit. Regardless, um, I feel like my life is pretty fucking great. Yet, I don't know how to be comfortable. I don't know how to be fucking happy. I don't know how to be content with this shit. Um, I don't give a fuck about money. So, not in general. I mean, now I kind of have to worry about it. But, I mean, I always kind of did. But I don't, like, I'm not really fucking... Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't really just, like, oh, I don't want a whole bunch of fucking money. I just never really think like that. There's not that many possessions I want. I want to get less, less, less possessions. Um, I, I do enjoy fucking working, but I don't really even associate it with... I have money and I work, but I completely separate the two as different things. Um, I don't know. I just... I just, I, I don't know if other people think the same way I do. Some people do, I, I think. But, uh... Oh, God. Yeah, we had to do a couple of nightmare jobs over the last couple of days... Um, <laughs> this one, we got stuck in this fucking nightmare building. There was so much interference from people that were just like, there's a lot of insane people and a lot of like crazy shut-ins and just like, I don't know, just really fucked up people in this building. And, um, we kept getting stuck in all the fucking doorways and elevators and all this shit. And we, um, it got to the point where this is one of those sofas that like it's old and uh, you can't fucking, uh. It doesn't come apart. Like, it, there's no way to get it in. I um, I think this thing has been there a lot longer than these uh, doorways and definitely longer than the elevator. So there's no way any of it would have fucking fit. Um, regardless, I had to kick the fucking legs off because we didn't have, we don't have fucking saws and shit. We only brought minimal tools because it was such a far fucking um, thing. But anyway, I ended up having to kick the shit out of this fucking thing. Um, and kick the fucking legs off and it was not pretty and then just like use my knife to gut the fucking thing and, and cut the skin off of it but uh, it was absolutely absurd and the amount of people that just came up and asking us stupid fucking moronic questions uh, I, I just it breaks my heart that this is how people live they just sit in some shitty disgusting smoke filled fucking apartment without like just staring at the fucking wall and then when they hear something in the hallway even if it's just a couple of guys ripping out an old fucking couch or putting one in they're just like they have to like pretend to go out to do something to like ask us what we're doing and where we're going and if we need any help and it's like if there was any situation where i needed this person's help i would fucking i would commit suicide and fucking make sure that someone chopped my fucking head off after i was dead so there's no chance of revival these people that constantly offer us help. I would never say this because that would be rude, but it's like, if I'm asking you, if I need you, I'm fucked. I am so fucking fucked is what my my point is, not to be graphic or morbid or anything, but uh, 
anyway, I had lots of stories about that because there was so much intervention. It was just like, oh, God. Um, and I found it quite amusing after. Not in the moment. In the moment, I was like, fucking... This <laughs> was pretty actually pissed off. But I thought it was really funny. It was one for the books anyway. Which... <laughs> But I like the shit jobs, uh, not during, but like, I say we need the shit ones, because you go soft if you do easy stuff too much, and then you can't appreciate the easy good days. I always say I get nervous when things go smoothly after a job, like, I get nervous when things go easy. I, I feel like we missed something, or there's something coming later. That's just how I, uh, I live, I guess. Anyway, I love you all. Thank you for listening. Be well. What's happening, everybody? How are we doing? What's going on? I, uh... I think I'm going to round out this uh, last episode with this segment. i got a lot of thoughts going on in my head, but, um... That's neither here nor there. Because having thoughts in your head is one thing. Getting them articulated. Getting them matriculated. On the fucking paper. Or, in this case, on the audio or auditorily is uh, another matter like the way I just formed that terrible, terrible terrible sentence I love that meme that's like somebody somebody stole my thesaurus and I'm mad, or no, no and it's bad, and that guy's a bad bad, bad guy this is very bad or something it, 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 I don't remember the exact thing but the general joke being that he doesn't have any synonyms <laughs> I was on a hunt for cinnamon last night. You know one thing I really fucking love? is the most basic fucking shit that's just toast, butter, and cinnamon. And, uh, it's a fucking hit every time. But, you know, you can get fancier than that if you want. I mean, I'm not fucking telling you what to do. Actually, I just got Rayo's cookbook. I, uh, heard the guys in the Sopranos podcast talking about it. It sounded really cool. I love Italian cuisine. Um, apparently, this guy's like one of the best restaurants in all of the world. It's like the most uh, prestigious or, or uh, hard to get a reservation place in all of North America. And they were explaining and talking about it. But anyway, I was really sold on the cookbook. I found a used version of it. Previously enjoyed, if you will. Um, what a great way to say used, for fuck's sakes. But anyway, I'm, uh, I haven't tried any of this shit yet. I'm not much of a cook. Um, even when I did cook a lot, I, I was never that great. Um, but I do love it anyway. It's just my, my missus is so much better at it. I gotta, I gotta, you know, it's like I was talking to this guy at the hardware store. We were talking about wives busting our balls. And uh, he's like, and the one thing is with painting, for some reason in general, ladies are better at it than, than men. He's like, it's hard, it's hard. And he's an older guy too, so he's from a different generation. It's even harder to admit this shit. And uh, I'm like, yeah, my missus did pretty much all the painting in our house. And uh, she is really good at it. I mean, I've done it professionally and I'm not even as good. But um, I, I, and I got paid for it because I'm a man. I wouldn't do this shit unless I were getting paid. Um, I value my time much more. <laughs> There's a really good uh, bit from Roddy Chung where he was talking about... Oh, what the fuck was it? I don't know if I'm remembering this. I, I fucking love Ronnie Chang. He's got a couple of good Netflix specials. Um, 
the one where he's talking about Amazon fucking now. I want Amazon immediately. Like, I don't want to wait eight fucking seconds. He's just talking about the North American use of napkins. Or maybe it's just American. I'm lumping us in. Um, I, I use a lot of fucking napkins. Oh, fuck. Um, anyway, I'm not selling this guy very well. But I think he was just telling an audience member to shut the fuck up. I think that's what it was. And then he said, I will pay you to shut the fuck up. And uh, the first one was a man or whatever. And then the second one was a lady who he paid, or, or vice versa, and he paid her less. And he's like, that's why women make less. They accept less money or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. He's, uh, he's really good. But actually, on that note, though, he's Asian. And Asian men make more than... Uh, Far more than North American men, and it's not that much of a difference. But um, yeah, the wage gap is severely misunderstood. Like it's, I, I've never worked at a job where I made more than any ladies. It's actually the opposite. They either make the same or more than I do. Um, it's completely misunderstood because it's not just like there's one wage for like males and females making this like different money for the same job. That's not what's going on. Because if that were the case, men would be unemployed. Because these corporations are greedy as fuck. They don't give a fuck about anything. They would just be hiring fucking women because you could pay them less. And maybe that was the case at that time. Yeah, hire women, pay them less. Hire children, pay them less. Hire certain people that you don't have to pay or you pay very little. But anyway, um, so on the same note that fucking men make more than women here, Asian men make more than we do. Or, sorry, Asians make more than we do. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Asia. Do you see tons and tons of rich people walking around? Because the missus said, I'm not allowed to say this or that because, because men make more money or because white men are, are so fucking uh, lucky. They're not allowed to say anything bad about anyone below them on this fucking uh, totem pole. I don't know how the fuck she said it, but I've heard this many times. You can't punch down. You can only talk shit about the people above you. But you can't ever say that. So no one's ever said that because then you'd be placing people above you. Um, whoever is perceived to have had it the greatest, um, like whoever, if you look like someone who was uh, in a position of power or, or, or you share any qualities with those people, then you're a piece of shit by proxy. However, I've, I, 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 she's, I, I was told to do some research, so I did, and it turns out that, yeah, Asians make more than us per capita. But the thing is, it's fucking bullshit. Most Asians are poorer than fucking hell. And so I just started talking shit about them. Because I guess I that, that's the way it works. It's fucking absurd. It is so fucking ridiculous. The distribution of wealth is completely fucking broken. Um, in both here and in severely in fucking Asia. I've never fucking been there. I'm not saying I'm a master on these fucking things. But if you think you're just going to go over there in any country of Asia, just find all these, like, everybody's so incredibly wealthy, you're just talking shit about everybody because they're so much higher than you on the, or for some reason, that fucking statistic places people higher or lower, I think that's absurd as well, but, um, I don't know, I don't think I'm doing a good job explaining this, um, and it's, and the funny thing is I'm talking about how misunderstood something is. And I, I even if I barely understand it, I think I'm, I'm doing an even worse job of trying to explain it. So, uh, just, I'll just move on. But anyway, watch, uh, watch Ronnie Chung's fucking Netflix specials. They're fucking 
they're they're funny as shit. I, I thoroughly enjoyed them. I love anyone named Ronnie, but uh, actually, it's funny that I was talking to a bunch. I had to call a bunch of insurance fucking agencies, and uh, actually, I got one guy calling me back today. Um, I'm just trying to pit them in a war against each other. It's not going well. <laughs> but anyway, I told the guy's name. Uh, my name was Ron, and he had the weirdest accent. And again, I used to be have such an amazing ear for accents. It sounded like this guy was a Jamaican Australian, which I've never heard in my life. It's just like I was hearing both of those accents at once, and I couldn't fucking figure it out. But anyway, as soon as I said my name is Ronnie, he started calling me Ronnie like your old pals. And I was like, I gotta say, your company is the one I wanna deal with the most, but your rate is the highest. And even if your coverage is the best right now, I just need the lowest fucking rate. And, and I'm like, if all things are equal, like I said and done, once I start dealing with, finish dealing with the other ones, I'll go back to this guy. But anyway, it's weird. I, I thought it was weird that this guy would just give me a, an informal version of my name right off the pop. And it didn't sound like a scummy sales tactic. Like, that's not what the guy sounded like at all. He sounded very uh, very Jamaican and Australian, very, but very nice. And uh, it's like, fuck, I, I would pay an extra 10, 20 bucks a month just to talk to this guy. <laughs> Oh, shit. But anyway, I remember that one of the most interesting guys, you meet so many people like this, and especially in the Toronto area because it's so multicultural, but this fucking old Chinese man, um, you expect him like to not even speak English, and he had like this heavy Jamaican accent. It's like every time you look away, you hear this Jamaican guy, and you're like, where the fuck is this Jamaican guy I keep hearing? And then you look, and it's this old Chinese dude. And it's just, I don't know. It's just a, It's such a rare combo. But you get so many of those. Uh... Fuck, I'm uh, I'm trying to cancel Netflix, but the missus just told me she's still watching some fucking show on there. So and I've been with them since they started streaming, and I'm uh, I've been very satisfied with their service. I just I need to get another service, so uh, I want to switch things up. And uh... but anyway, before I leave, I want to make sure I watched all my favorite stuff. Um, and fuck, they pulled a couple fucking movies I was right in the middle of. I mean, it's hard to watch a movie when you're watching like 10 minutes a day. Um, but fuck, what the hell? Anyway. Oh, I started watching this, that, this painkiller one. I just started, I think, I think it's a limited series or something. I think I'm on like episode two. It's about the opioid fucking crisis and all that shit. It's so fucked up. But I'm telling you, and I'll say this again and again. Um, crime, organized crime, or unorganized crime, is just a test market for the fucking government. As soon as they find out that some, there's enough money in something, they'll find a way, corporations and government will find a way to remarket it legally. These guys are just selling fucking heroin uh, across, like, across the fucking world legally. And it's so fucked up, you know, with the power of marketing and fucking uh, shit like that. <laughs> You know, like a lot, it's so arbitrary, like what's legal and what's illegal. Like things that are are bad for you are supposed to be illegal. But the thing is, if the right palms are getting greased, that shit's gonna go through. Actually, I was just watching that thing about Juul uh, vape pods and the invention of vaping and shit. It's just like it was funny because the cig, well, funny in a very tragic way, the cigarette companies were doing endless research, the tobacco companies, on how to make a safe version of smoking. Because it turns out. They were, they were actually upset that they were killing everybody um, because they're killing off all their customers. They're killing millions of fucking people 
but those are all paying customers. So they were doing a lot of fucking research into trying to make a fucking version of smoking that was just as addictive, but stopped killing everybody. Um, so that's where they got so much of this fucking research. It was all this top secret research because they never, they never got to it. They never got to that point because the tobacco companies would never, they kept it secret because they never wanted to admit that they knew how horrible their shit was. They kept just saying it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Um, you know, and enough, enough palms were getting greased. There's so much money going to the right fucking place. That's why I always say when it comes to crime, holy shit, this guy trying to kill me. When it comes to crime, it's not necessarily what's right or wrong. It's uh, very rarely uh, is that even a factor, even though it's sold to you that way. It's marketed that way. It's take. It's making. It's either not taking money from people, the right, the the wrong people, or making sure the right people get get greased, get them get the money they're supposed to. That's the only fucking way. Um, you'll either get busted for a crime or forgiven for a crime. Uh, there are exceptions, but in general, that's what I found. As long as you weren't making money um, where it was causing the wrong people to lose money, and then if you wanted to surpass that level and get some sort of fucking protection, you had to make sure you were keeping the right people happy. Um, other than that, you can get away with so much fucking shit uh, once you keep those things in mind. And that's not just the world of crime, that's the world of business, that's the world of... That's a very universal fucking principle. So, anyway. I obviously have never committed a crime in my life. I've uh, just read about them in books. So, speaking completely from an, uh, an objective, um, abstract point of view. But anyway, the... Uh, documentary is fascinating um, so far. Well, I mean, it's, it's shot as a, a movie. It's just based on real events. I hate the fucking expression inspired by real events. Unless you fucking grew up on a different fucking planet in some sort of capsule, have no access to anything on planet Earth, then how the fuck... I mean, but then again, you're, you'd have to live in another fucking dimension or imaginary world because it's still real events can't not be inspired by real events. It's impossible. That doesn't make any fucking sense. But it just means that we're not going to stick to the fucking truth. It's such a stupid fucking statement. But anyway, that being said, everything in my podcast is fictional. Any uh, likeness to any real life character is completely coincidental. And uh, this is all just entertainment. Okay, guys, let's, let's, uh, I can't throw that boilerplate fucking legal fucking bullshit around enough. <laughs> Allegedly. This is all alleged. <laughs> I'm going to bring back the stupid background music, but it's just going to be me going, allegedly, allegedly. And uh, that'll get me out of any legal hot water. I don't have enough people listening. Again, if I did, I'd be on the chopping block because if I, if you get famous enough and you start fucking making money, you start to, and then it's perceived that you're taking money from somebody else. See what I mean? This principle applies to everything. Not everything. I don't deal in absolutes. You guys know that. But it's a very universal principle. But anyway, um, going back to the whole fucking uh, wage thing. Yeah, I, I don't think women are uh, paid nearly enough in general. Um, absolutely not. But I don't think anybody... Or sorry, I think most people are not paid enough. I think we have such fucking insane wealth. Um, distribution inequality. It's fucked but um because it's like i i'm a fucking white 
male and I'm making fuck all my whole life. Like, that's not right. You know what I mean? Like, everyone else can catch up eventually, but when the fuck did I fall so far behind? What did I do wrong? <laughs> How did I end up being poor my whole life? But it's all relative, too, because there's fucking way more severe levels of uh, poverty out there. Um, but anyway, that's... Uh, uh, what the hell was I going to say? But yeah, no, most people don't make enough. Most people are fucking worked way too fucking hard. Um, to, to work full time and not even be able to afford anything, any of the basic necessities of life hardly. Um, to be struggling that hard. It, it's it's completely unnecessary. It's fucking absurd. And we all do it in the name of just having fucking ultra rich people. Just to make fucking insanely wealthy people that can't even appreciate their wealth just a little bit more wealthy. Um... But again, I'm just going to cut myself off here because if talking shit about this was the cure, this is actually not only not the cure, it's the reason we don't fuck, we can't do anything about it. One of the biggest factors anyway, there's many factors, but this spinning of our wheels, this like going online or just talking shit or listening to people talk shit, it feels like we're doing something. Like it feels like, oh, well, you know, if we're aware of this shit, then we've got, it's got to stop or we're going to fix it. Like... Um, there, there's an occasional hit here and there, but, or like the occasional bit of progress here and there, but in general, we're just spinning our fucking wheels. We're not getting anything done. And if talking shit was going to help, then yeah, we wouldn't have any fucking problems. But I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going to stop, but I'm going to stop just for now. Um, I just want to talk about my baby. And, um, oh yeah, actually to combine those two things, I can't even imagine the world she's going to grow up in how fucked up it's going to be. But I can't wait to be one of these fucking smug people, assuming that they have it worse than I did, that are just like, fuck you, you're a lazy piece of shit. You're working like five jobs, you lazy piece of shit. Like, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. And they can't get a house and can't get a car. The fucking housing crisis is a completely fucking manufactured load of shit. It's, it's completely unnecessary. It's absurd. But whatever again as long as the right people are getting fucking money then this crime will go fucking uh completely on fucking like it's i don't know what are you gonna do again I, i'm trying so hard not to get into this shit because it's just you just end up spinning your wheels um and all the people that make the decisions are fucking gaining so much from it so it's like well that's fucked that seems like a conflict of interest or shouldn't there be laws against that shit that's that's fucked, but again, what are we gonna do about it? I mean, even if you fucking vote, you gotta vote between fucking the worst cocksucker in the world and maybe the slightly less worst cocksucker in the world, um, or some other cocksucker, and they're all fucking corrupted by the same fucking corporations and evil organizations. You just get a different puppet on the fucking, uh, like, it, it, I don't know. Uh, so, that being said, where was I? Oh, yeah, my baby. Um, she's going to be six months old, I think, tomorrow. Well, by the time you guys hear this, she will be. Uh, not that it matters the exact fucking day. Uh, it just reminded me of when I, I was in one of the classes I was in. Um, I remember it was for um, welfare bums and shit. And me, never got one cent from welfare, but uh, this program was linked to, like, uh, some, like, social programs and shit, so, whatever, I got, I got connected to this shit, and I got in there, and it was just, um, 
Actually, I, I was in the top group, which was great. It was me and uh, a lot of large Jamaican ladies going, mm -hmm. I'm like, I feel like I'm in the audience of fucking Oprah. Like, every time the teacher says something that these these ladies like, it's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, there was another white person, another cracker, um, a, a large uh, white lady that was also going, mm-hmm. But anyway, she was very proud of herself. Like, a lot of these people in this program had kids, but she was very adamant that we all knew that she had a six-month-old and she would bring it up pretty much every time like she would just fucking interject this bullshit into this fucking every single class discussion or I mean I don't even think most of these lectures were supposed to be discussions but it was a small enough room and uh, these ladies were very loud so there was a lot of interruption and a lot of mm-hmm uh-huh and um, <laughs> What's it called? This fucking this this um, this white bitch. <laughs> it's just, if I can use the term, is was just so fucking annoying. She was just like, "Well, I have a six-month-old, so like everything that came up, I can't even remember how relevant it was. I can't remember a single one of the topics. We're talking about like math or English or science or history or something, and she's just like, "Well, actually, I have a six-month-old, so she fucking." just started every single fucking sentence with and I and I oh well because I have a six month old and my six month old and it's just like how many fucking times do you need to tell us all that you're you have a child and the child is about half a year old we don't give a shit we didn't give a fuck the first time like fuck a lot of these people more than most of these people have multiple children never told us even once like in the middle of class like if you get to know people they might talk about their personal life but like I just like it. so anyway tomorrow my, my baby will be six month old so I'm, I think I'm just gonna be like well I have a six month old I'm not sure how I feel about that because I have a six month oh it's gonna rain tomorrow oh I better keep my child inside because she's six months old you know anyway I love you all and um, my child is five months and 364 days you know so i gotta go for that reason i guess for that reason i'm out that's a dragon's den reference i love you all be well